Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Richard Ferry has told us a number of stories about the fear and the hate that he's run into as an AIDS nurse for gay patients in Provincetown, Massachusetts. And today, he adds a tale that hits very close to home for him. We call it A Happily Married Man. He was going to the gym three times a week, and then he stopped. His fatigue and coughing became worse. As a nurse practitioner, I knew he had turned a significant corner. I called in all the family and friends, and for a few days, John got to sit in his chair, telling the stories he loved of our life together. John loved telling these stories and letting them grow. I was so happy we had our families and friends to listen to him. He died 72 hours later of pulmonary fibrosis as I lay beside him, dripping morphine for the pain. The media keeps telling its own stories of how gay marriage is going to send the earth into a tailspin. John and I loved each other for 26 years, and he died in my arms and I can report with confidence. The universe stayed steady, and the only part of it that crumbled was the little world we shared. Meanwhile, the rest of the planet keeps spinning, reminding us, if we've forgotten, that nothing lasts forever, or is even guaranteed to make sense. I am the one with AIDS. John was HIV negative. I was supposed to go first. Recently, his cell phone company refused to let me pay his final bill. It wanted both our marriage and his death certificate express mailed before it would take my check. If we don't get these documents, then we will continue to bill Mr. White, they said. Fine, I thought. Good luck. John would have laughed. Not everyone has a problem. There is a silence that overcomes some people when I tell them I was not John's friend of 26 years, but his husband. It doesn't lessen the grief, but it does give it status and makes it safer for others to be kind. I simply loved another man, heart and soul, for a quarter of a century, and now he's gone. Whatever happens, with or without the Social Security benefits, I take comfort in knowing I was once a very happily married man. That was today's morning story from Richard Ferry, a happily married man. I'm here in the studio with uh, Gary Mott. Richard's grief is is real. As I've heard you say before, Tony, I mean, morning stories is all about walking in someone else's shoes. Gary, you may remember a fellow named James from Taiwan. He was one of our earliest email writers. Yeah, sure. In his first letter to us, uh, he told us about the day that uh, at the age of 14, he decided to come out as gay 
to his mother, who was living in California at the time. It was a great letter, largely because of what his mother's response was. Do you remember what uh, what she said? His mother said, that's fine, James, but you still have to do your homework. <laughs> There's a lot of love in that. Anyway, um, we thought it would be a good idea to, to give James a call in Taiwan to find out if uh, his life in another culture, in, in Taiwan, has affected him as a gay man in a, in a very serious relationship. When I came to Taiwan, my grandfather passed away, and you know, about a year before that, my mom passed away. And my dad was getting remarried. So in many ways, my, my life was drastically changing back in the U.S., and I kind of lost my way for a while. I met Stephen shortly after uh, coming to Taiwan, and the fact that he was able to integrate me into his family from China, and I was able to integrate him into mine, that's one of the things that makes us so compatible. My home country doesn't consider me married. Uh, Taiwan doesn't consider me married. But I think my family and my friends and even my company consider me married. My company gave me marriage leave, so... <laughs> I think for a Westerner, it might be easier um, than for, you know, a, someone who's Asian and, and grew up here. I know that Stephen, uh, after we got married, did tell his mom, and, and how he told her was, was a little bit different. He, he basically showed his mom all the pictures of our wedding and the pictures of, of the wedding party, and then he showed his wedding ring, and he says, you know what that means? And then uh, he basically had to take a train right after that. So he conveniently told her right before, you know, he had to go. So it's kind of like don't ask, don't tell um, in many ways for uh, many families out here. That to me is very different. I had a coworker in the U.S. and he was originally from China. Um, the thing he told me when he was growing up, his father said that blood is thicker than water. But he also told me after living in the U.S., you know, being married and having his family, that he really felt that that part of his culture in some ways was wrong, that you really have to care about your immediate family. I also remember uh, my mom telling me the same thing. You know, your siblings are important, your parents are important, but... You really have to go off and, and make your own family and make your own stories. That's right. Well, what I appreciate about both of these stories, both Richard's and James's, is that you know, gay marriage is, is one of the most hotly debated issues mm -hmm. in the United States today. And it's so political. The people on each side of the fence are so sure that they're right that you know, hearing these human stories about grief and about love and mm -hmm. companionship and just living day to day, um, you know, it's, it's refreshing. Unfortunately, political does tend to mean two divided sides fighting each other. But for me, a deeper meaning of politics is of the people. It's finding the things that people have in common, what it was about their own experience as human beings that made them feel strongly one way or the other. Because at that point, you can really accept another person's feelings, maybe even understand his experience, and you don't have to get into an argument, which is about who wins and who loses. So keep us posted. Visit our website at wgbh.org slash morningstories.
You may be wondering, what happened to Ipswich? Don't they usually mention Ipswich before the end of the show? Of course we do. How about right now? (laughs) Ipswich.com, our supporter from the start, to whom we are very grateful. Thanks, guys. IPSWITCH.com, a leader in file transfer software. We'll see you soon.